Hi everyone, welcome back to Hitchcock University where you learn filmmaking from the masters. The last class session we talked about Irma LaDuce and this class session we're going to talk about Kiss Me, stupid. I'm going to say right up front, I couldn't help myself. I had to include this film because I love it so much. The problem is this film didn't do very well. And so every time someone tried to ask Billy about this movie, he usually said, skip it. I don't want to talk about it. I never look back on, on my old films, let alone, you know, especially ones that did poorly, blah, blah, blah. So there's not a lot on this movie, but I, I, for my own sake, I had to do it because I knew I was going to be introducing you to a film that most of you didn't know existed. Um, and I just love it too much. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. So this one's going to be short, but you know, there's, there's worse things in life than listening to a short podcast. So, like I said, this movie didn't do very well. Um, this is what Billy said in Nobody's Perfect. He says, it happens sometimes. You write the film, you start to direct it, and it seems flat. So what do you do? No choice. You designed the plane, you took off, you thought it was going to soar. Now it just kind of stalls. So you try to get to your destination or it's going to crash on you, right? You just try to do the best you can. Now, I don't know what Billy's talking about because I don't think this movie's flat at all, but it definitely didn't work. However, there's something very true about that. There's, I mean, what are you going to do? If you start something and it doesn't work, you have two choices. You either start over and, and, and go back to the drawing board and recast. I mean, that's been done, you know, so certain actor wasn't getting the job done, so they had to recast, you know. That happened to Back to the Future. That happened to Woody Allen's Purple Rose of Cairo. You know, it just happens sometimes. But, or you just keep going, you know. And I think this is one of the reasons that maybe it's not always fair to talk about films and filmmakers always negatively because especially when someone's trying something different and Billy was very much trying something different in this film sometimes it doesn't work you know we should reward them for taking the risk not punish them because it didn't work you know there's some things that sound great on paper and then just don't just don't work you know, they just don't come together you, you know you design the play and you take off you think it's going to soar and then it stalls what are you going to do you know, you just have to write it out as best you can, you know, and that's 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 all there is sometimes, you know. In the book, Billy Wilder interviews, um, in an interview that says, the message in Billy Wilder's fortune cookie, well, nobody's perfect. He said, I go out in new territory and dig for oil, and sometimes all that comes up is vinegar. And sometimes the digger, the digging operation is so expensive, we try to recoup the losses by selling the vinegar. I, had, I have the greatest respect for a director like Cooker, like George Cooker, he says. But he was but he was in a slightly different business. He buys oil and decants it. It would bore the, as he says, the fuck. <laughs> no. Actually, no, they, I'm sorry. They deleted this. I don't know what he says, but it would bore the blank out of me to make the sound of music in My Fair Lady. They're very good pictures, but for me, there's no challenge to it. And this is the problem with, with being... With pushing the envelope. This is the problem with being someone who's challenging yourself, challenging the audience, who's who's always pushing things. Sometimes it just doesn't work, <laughs> you know? But to to settle and do something that's very audience-pleasing, that's not fun either. You know, I mean, if that's the kind of person you are, if you're the kind of person who needs to do something different, then you got to push for it, and sometimes it's just not going to work. You know, sometimes it just doesn't, sometimes it doesn't land the way you want it to. And this movie, unlike some of his other, unlike one, two, three, unlike, um, Ace in the Hole, they have, this film has not been rediscovered in the same way. You know, it, it, it's not now looked on as a classic. I, 
I think it's one of his best films. In fact, I think this run of four movies that we've just done, from The Apartment to One Two Three to Ear Maladuce to Kiss Me Stupid, is is maybe Billy Wilder's best four film run. But this movie did so poorly that it it just hasn't. Nobody's bothered to rediscover it for whatever reason. You know, but we have to try, right? You can't be afraid of landing on your face. You just can't be afraid of, of that kind of a misstep sometimes. You know, if, if you're the kind of person who, who wants to push the boundaries, then go push the boundaries. And sometimes it's not going to work. Sometimes it's not going to work in the moment, but then later, you know, people will rediscover it and then call you a genius. You know, you just can't, you can't be afraid to be on the cutting edge. You know, it, it, it's not worth it to live in fear for some of us to just kind of hold back, you know, and some of us are totally fine with doing those crowd pleasing movies. Some of us are okay with being the George Cukor of a generation, but not all of us can do that. You know, some of us need something bigger, something grander, something out there more, something, something almost ungraspable, something, you know, living on the edge, on the edge of a knife blade, you know, whatever it is you want to call it, you know, and sometimes it doesn't work, but that's okay. You have to pick up and go again. You know, Millie says this. He says that somebody said showmanship is to know what the audience wants before the audience knows what it wants. You can miscalculate, he says. And that's the thing is if you want to be out there on that edge, you have to be out ahead of the audience. You have to know what they want before they do. And sometimes you're going to get it wrong. And that's okay. It's okay to be wrong sometimes. You know, I I honestly think that Billy Wilder is a better filmmaker for his mistakes than he is for his successes. You know, we're in fact, actually, we're going to have a tough time because a lot of these films, we're getting to a point where Billy was so far ahead of the curve that a lot of these movies didn't do very well and it became even harder for him to kind of, for people to kind of pin him down and get him to talk about those movies, you know? So, I mean... <laughs> we seem to always struggle with this at the end of a season where we just don't have that much content to really talk about. But I think it's important to talk about the failures too. I think it's important to talk about when things don't work. You know, sometimes it comes back around. We've already talked about those in Billy's career, but you know, you can't be afraid of mistakes. You're a better person for making mistakes. You're a better filmmaker or whatever your craft or your hobby is by making mistakes. You know, because those lessons stick with you and then you know, oh, well, okay, this is what I did wrong. And the fact of the matter is with, with filmmaking, with anything subjective, I'm going to quote another filmmaker here by the name of Bill Goldman. William Goldman was a great screenwriter, has has books that you need to read. Um, everything from um, The Big Picture to Which Lie Did I Tell to he had a sequel to Which Lie Did I Tell. Which Lie Did I Tell. Oh, Adventures in the Screen Trade, that's it. But Bill Goldman said, nobody knows anything. Nobody knows whether or not a movie's going to be a hit or a flop. You know, it's not that nobody knows nothing. You know, it's not that not that we don't know anything at all. It's just nobody knows what's going to work, you know. And so the only thing you can do is try it. Because at the very least, then, then at least you have a valuable lesson. Well, that didn't work. But... <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows if you take if you take this script and this director and these actors and put them together, are, are you going to get something or not? You know, are you going to get something that's great or not? You know, I, nobody knows. 
Nobody knows. So just go for it. And least of all, the audience knows. The audience never knows what it is that they want. I promise you that. And so just 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 push boundaries sometimes. Push the envelope. See where you can get. And sometimes sometimes you're going to hit. And trust me, when you hit on those, I mean, you're talking about Apex Mountain kind of stuff. I don't think it gets much better than that. You know, I mean, we've seen a lot of filmmakers do it, you know, where they hit on something that's a little edgy. And it, boom, and then when it hits, it takes off, you know. And then you can do almost anything you want. And sometimes you're going to miss, and that's okay. You know, but you got to take the good with the bad if you're going to be, if you're going to be that kind of filmmaker, that kind of storyteller that's going to push boundaries, you got to take the good with the bad. And you just got to learn to do it as soon as you can. So that's all I have for Kiss Me Stupid. Um, next up is Fortune Cookie, and then The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes, and then Avanti. Um, but that's all we have for this class session. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Hitchcock University, where you learn filmmaking from the masters. My name is Taylor Bickle. Um, you can reach out to the podcast uh, through email. You can email us at hitchcockuniversity at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions. Um, you can also find us on Facebook. There's a Hitchcock University Facebook page. And then, of course, on Twitter at Hitchcock underscore U. The letter U is in university, all lowercase. Thank you again so much for listening to Hitchcock University, where you learn filmmaking from the masters, and we will talk to you again in two weeks.